Well, hello there. Hey, it is uh, Jules Dan here, back with Storytelling Secrets, or back at the start of the week, and I couldn't, how could I not do uh, a rip for my uh, Facebook group? Of course. Oh man, can't, can't market that enough. Uh, but anyways, this is going to be a fun, fun episode. You know why? Why is that going to be a fun episode, Jules? Well, if you haven't already guessed, I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to books, reading, uh, geeking out over copywriting, how it's related to storytelling. And this podcast is going to be diving deep in how a multi-million dollar sales letter used story to suck you in, make you feel so connected to them and just make you feel compelled to buy. Like you felt you were guilty if you did not buy that. Is that does that sound really good? Well, I hope it will get us. Anyways, I'm gonna, no more uh, pussyfooting around. I'm just going to get straight into the uh, Facebook Live. And uh, I've got a nice little surprise message at the end. So uh, stay tuned for that. See the actual comment through. But um, today, oh, today's, today's going to be a real good one. I've done some homework for you. And um, something you may or may not be trying to notice with a trend is my fascination with stories and how they're really, really linked to copywriting and I'm actually not a copywriter, but the more I'm diving into all of this, the more I'm slowly becoming one, and I really, really love it, and it's actually really cool because the more I look back through all the all the most popular episodes on side of um, storytelling secrets, I'll just list a few, some of them right now, some of them being how to cra- crafting emotionally charged stories, that was a really recent one, uh, the eight-step story formula to emotionally connect some of the other really popular ones were deconstructing a $3 million, $3 million story, how to craft a mesmerizing story without uh, writing a single word. And all these are really just copywriting principles um, that I've just pulled out and popped them into stories. And I know everyone's really interested in storytelling at the moment. And so what better way than for me to go through my guest who's coming on Thursday. His name is Pete Godfrey. I talk about him all the goddamn time. And it's for a good reason because he's not a well, he doesn't publicize, he doesn't do heaps of Facebook ads. He's just, he's a very quiet guy. Um, He's got a podcast. He's got a smallish tribe, but he's very, very loved by his tribe. And he's a damn good copywriter. And I actually bought one of his courses recently called Telling Stories for Fun and Profit. And uh, if te- I know Pete's actually in this group right now. So if Pete, if you're lurking around and you are watching this, g'day, mate. Um, but yeah, he's coming on Thursday. And I thought I'd do a bit of a show to uh, really prove how his written genius of telling stories and being able to sell and all these persuasion principles that I've been dropping in all these different episodes. I want to sh- sh- sort of show you a sales letter that he wrote that's brought in over $2 million selling a $4,000 product um, using a sales letter. And I'm not going to make this dry, okay? So really, there's going to be highlighting a whole bunch of principles. I'm going to be reading out the sales letter um, in a fun way. Not, I'm not going to be boring. I'm going to try and be as entertaining as I can. Uh, and uh, let's just see if there's anyone in the watching. Not, not yet. That's okay. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be uh, going through the sales letter, talking you through all these principles that we've been speaking about and it's actually kind of funny because I, I was I printed out. I'm a person who who can't read lots on a computer screen. I just can't. I don't know why. If you, if you like that as well, maybe you can uh, let me know. But I'm definitely someone who has to. Uh, if it's a digital document, I have to print it off so I can read it. And I was reading through some of his stuff, and then I got to the sales letter part, and then 
just as I was reading it, I was like, okay, this is a great podcast episode just to deconstruct it and tell everyone the the hidden geniuses, the little twists and turns that he does inside of it in order to pull you through, make it not even seem like you're reading a sales letter, make you just getting so engrossed in the story. And that's what we're going to actually do today. And if you're lucky enough to be inside of my Facebook group, and so if you're listening to the podcast, uh, bad luck, but if you're in the Facebook group, you've got a little bonus today because I'm going to be sharing you the screen of my annotations of inside of that. So let's go ahead and, and do that. All right. So I'm going to read a little bit at a time and then sort of break down for you why that is, um, why he's used that and how it's effective in the story. Okay, we go. You can laugh at money problems if you follow this, I'll start again. You can laugh at money problems if you follow this simple plan. How a 29-year-old mother of two stumbled across a little known secret business that gave her freedom, one that you can start for as little as $3,999. Okay, so at the very, very beginning, you can laugh at your money problems. The money problems is the enemy. Do you remember that tagline? People will do anything for those who can encourage their dreams, justify their failures, alley their fears, confirm their suspicions, and help them throw rocks at their enemies. And money problems is one of those enemies that gave her freedom. Freedom is definitely a dream in this situation. And he's already omitting upfront, it's $3,999. Some people might be like, that's kind of crazy, okay? But as a legendary copywriter, Joe Sugarman will say, you want to bring out some of those dirty laundry objectives at the very beginning. So he's saying it's $3,999. This is why you should buy. Listen to this story. Discover an opportunity so secret, only a few whispers, only a few whisper its name. So shrouded in mystery, only a few number of insiders are switched on to its full potential, yet so lucrative, it can make you wealthy. Okay, so as you can see here, I've got underlined, a small number of insiders are switched on to its full potential. Okay, so what he's doing, he's really triggering for a need for status in this part. People want status or love when they buy stuff. The best part is, best part, she's now exposing this opportunity, revealing the exact same business system to a few dedicated people who want to experience the joy and freedom of working from home part-time while earning a full-time income. And the best part is you can be one of them, but only if you qualify. Okay, so experience the joy of freedom part-time. That's definitely the dream. And here's the, uh, come to the next bit. Discover the Miracles Secret Home Business that lets you earn a full-time income while working part-time hours, involves no direct selling, has no advertising expenses, little startup costs, all you need is a computer, a phone, a couple of stamps, and best of all, happy customers grateful to pay you outrageous fees. All right, there's a lot going on in this little thing here, and what he's right now doing is setting up the story by breaking down objections that someone might commonly have, okay? So, for instance, an in- earning income and working part-time hours, okay? Someone might feel like, I don't have enough time to make this actually happen. So external resources, that's definitely an objection. Involves no direct selling. That is someone who might be feeling like, I have internally, like, I get this opportunity is great, but I don't know how to sell. Big, 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 big objection. The next one has no advertising expenses. 
I don't have the ca- I don't have the cash for ads. That would be an objection that someone might have. And external resources. And then what he also does is he also has a few there if you're reading along. But one of the little key things that he says, and best of all, happy customers grateful to pay you. All right. So as opposed to say what maybe people have been indoctrinated to think, you know, like is like angry customers. You don't want angry customers that are grateful to pay you as opposed to being, you know, they're spiteful to pay you. Like they, they hand money when they're like, angry about that. Okay, moving along. From Miriam Bork, mother of two and creator of the Recovering Consulting Program. So that's the name of her process. My name is Miriam Borg, and if you've got 10 minutes, then I'll show you how to get on the ground floor of an exciting new business, a business that until recently has been kept secret. While those on the inside kept it to themselves and quietly made a fortune, a business that is wide open and ready for you to make good money while working part-time hours. Big call? Maybe. But let me explain and I'll tell you what this is all about and I'll take you back to where it all began so you can see for yourself the golden opportunity that's right in front of you, the sheer brilliance of this secret business that I'm willing to expose. So he's forcing a open story loop. You must find out what so much curiosity is put into this story and he's just peppering all these desires that people really, really want. Okay? People who are instantly like, I want this, I don't, something that doesn't involve selling, something doesn't involve advertising expenses, okay? The right reader is going to get intrigued inside of this story. Now, this is where the story really starts, and I really enjoy reading reading this part. So, if you read this, if you if you read past the first page and you started to get through this, this is where the, sort of the, the hidden genius starts to come through. It started when I was on maternity leave. The days were flying by, and the thought of returning to work made me or was making me feel ill. You see, I wanted this time with my baby. Put simply, I was desperate to stay at home with my newborn child and not go back to my former job. So what he's already doing is painting the picture of the dream of wanting to stay home with your baby, but the angst of having to go back to full-time work as a pure reality that so many other mums can relate to. I was still feeling a bit guilty about my first child and how after a few short months, just when he needed me the most, I had to return to work to pay the bills. Alright, so what's happening there? I had to return to work just when the baby needed me most. I had to return to work to pay the bills. So this is relating exactly to how mothers would feel. Any mum will be reading this and be like, God damn, that person really sees and hears me. And the fear of not being a good mum is so, oh, it's just like thrown in there. It's so, so clever. I was, and this is the next bit. I was determined that this was not going to happen with my second child and I don't know how I was going to do it. All I knew, I wasn't going back. I just had to find a way I could stay at home and still bring in the money. There just had to be a way. My search begins. So I started researching business opportunities. I bought those silly magazines that offer instant riches and sent away for a ton of information. Okay. Right now, what she is doing in this story is painting the picture of a common enemy that a lot of people, maybe at the time, maybe not right now, but at the time, were people in these promising riches, okay? Promising instant riches in these magazines. So she has been in the same situation. She can empathize. That's so important. She empathizes with her reader that 
their BS detectors are up and she acknowledges that it's not that. Trouble was, was that most of it, what I got back was just plain silly. I mean, how gullible do these people think I am? I got information on making millions on the internet. Multi-level marketing companies sent me their brochures and told me how it was easy to make a million. Envelope stuffing companies promised me $10 for every letter I mailed. And the mail order gurus told me how they were going to set me up in my own mail order business and how I'll be making at least $30,000 a month. Does this sound familiar? Okay, so she's got three rocks she's throwing here. Multi-level marketing companies, that's one. She's throwing rocks at envelope stuffing companies, that's two. Mail order gurus, that's three. Three in one sentence, okay? So she's confirming the suspicions that um, this is not the opportunity that you are currently sort of if you're curious about this and you think it's this kind of opportunity you're dead wrong because i've been victim to these sort of people as well it's just brilliant oh man just championing her cause that this isn't this isn't what you think what a load of rot it seemed everywhere i looked i just got one big promise after another each one better and even more ridiculous than the next promising me the world as long as i handed over my money I was at the end of my tether and this and the time was fast approaching when I had to go back to work. The thought just tore at my gut. I didn't want to go back to work. I didn't want to go back to the traffic jams. The insanity of road rage and punching the time clock either. I wanted to stay home and look after my baby for crying out loud. Was that too much to ask for? <laughs> I went a bit nuts there because... um. This is the way that the, um, the copy was written. Uh, but wait, man, there's so much going on in this, all right? So the conversation that's going on in the customer's mind, as long as I hand over money, then they promise me the world. Huge, huge sort of conversation going in their head. And she's just like, whoop, I brought it up. Oh, this is what you think about. Well, it's not that. And all this, this angst that the mother would feel that other mothers are feeling oh man do I have to go I do not want to have to go back through traffic I do not want to have to go through road rage I don't I just want to do I just want to look after my freaking kid I just want to look after it is that so much and it's causing anger and frustration it's making their blood boil as the reader is going through this story it's getting them worked up okay like yes yes that that is what's happening right now and I, I don't want to go through that I hope you're liking my commentary, by the way. I've never sort of done this. So uh, it's just a bit of uh, uh, the crazy mind of Jules. And if you're listening to this right now and you're just like, what the hell is this? Then um, you're just going to have to be, uh, accept that this is the mind of Julian. And uh, if you do enjoy it, then uh, you're in for a good ride. But otherwise, let's continue back to the story. Oh, this is so good. All right. Oh... I really hate to be that person who just pulls the rug under you. I'm like, sorry, don't close, don't, don't, uh, don't close the story loop. But what, what better cliffhanger than that? <laughs> don't you reckon that was a pretty good cliffhanger? And I probably annoyed quite a few. Like, oh, I want to hear the rest of the story. Ah, that's what a good story does, right? It just makes you like, tell me more. I want to hear the finish. There's a little lesson right there. But uh, gosh, yeah, I had to break this up into part two parts. You know, I only got your attention for maybe 10 to 20 minutes. It's a 30-minute uh, conversation I had with myself. <laughs> so, 
jeez, like what better? Uh, come on, I have to I have to use I have to split that up so I capture your attention. But anyways, so 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 so, um, I have a little sort of like proposition for you if you've made it all this way to the end, right? Um, so I've been actually helping out a few people with their origin story, pulling out all the goodies. Uh, you've you noticed I've done my first one on the podcast with uh, one entrepreneur. And I've had some clients doing that. But, um, you know, here's a problem I'm seeing in the marketplace. And that problem is that copywriters they've hired have done a not-so-thorough job of the research. And uh, they've let their clients down because they haven't done that research. So, if you're trying to write a promotional email, you got some sales letter, you, you, you want to have a girl copy yourself, you don't want to pay thousands for a copywriter but you want to get the research out and you're just not sure how to ask the right questions to your clients, hey, I think I'll be able to help you. I, re- I really think that uh, we work together. I'll be able to show you how you actually pull those emotional triggers out and even the log- logical triggers, like why, why logically do they buy as well? Um, show me a message on um, my email, julian.danielak at gmail.com or you can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. It's going to be in the description. Um, this can be one of my first plugs that I've done and I'm just sort of testing the waters to see if uh, this is actually applicable to my, my little loyal listener base. But I know there's a few of you who are consistently listening to the ones about copywriting, maybe you're interested in copywriting, but you just don't want to spend a crap ton of money on one and you want to kind of do it yourself, but you don't want to do the research, shoot me a message. Let's have a little chat. And uh, other than that, you know, thank you so much for tuning in all the way, all this way for storytelling secrets. I'm going to see you Thursday for um, my special, special guest, the guy who wrote the sales letter himself, Pete Godfrey. Pete Godfrey is going to be on the show dropping story bombs, gold nuggets. You don't want to miss it because... Why would you want to miss the genius behind this story, story uh, sales letter? Because, uh, I don't know, <laughs> that'd be silly, wouldn't it? Anyways, this, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good, good time and I'm not going to ramble on any longer. This is Jules Dan from Storytelling Secrets. I'm going to see you Thursday. See you then.